dear diary, since we find ourselves within this circle of trust, I must confess, several times over the last century, I have considered hanging up the cape and collar and retiring from the Dracula business. It's not quite as glamorous as it would seem. Drinking blood is pretty yucky. It's like a warm, penny-flavored milkshake. Also, I can't stand to fly. But I'm not that naive. I understand that for this realm to be what I need it to be, it needs me to be Dracula. And if all goes according to plan, that's exactly what it's going to get. Dracula. Bloodless. Forevermore. killing that guy. I think he's a very sympathetic Not me. character. Did you hear the way he referred to blood? It's one of the grossest things I've ever heard so in my gross. entire yeah. life. I want to make it clear I did not come up with that because that's like, you know sometimes you know how sometimes Stephen King writes something so like fucking freaky in his book yeah. that you're like I know yeah. he's making make-believe but that's a freak came up with that. Have you ever heard his wife Tabitha King in a lot of interviews would be like, yeah, it's not uncommon for Steve, she calls him Steve, yeah, yeah. to come into my bedroom, like, pound, 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 like, Tabitha, I did it again. They sleep in separate yeah. bedrooms? Ta- separate houses. Whoa. And he knocks on her bedroom door and he's like, Tabby, I did it again. <laughs> yeah. I did it again. I spooked myself out. I yeah. wrote it too spooky. And right. he's got yeah. his teddy bear and his little blankie with him. <laughs> You gotta let me sleep with you tonight. <laughs> I gotta sleep with you tonight, Tabby. I scared myself. Hey, she made him lock up Pet Cemetery, the manuscript for Pet Secretary, for years because Pet, Pet Secretary is great. Is I love cool Pet, Pet Secretary when the dog shows up and he's like, "Any with, notes, sir?" With Maggie Gyllenhaal, you saw that? Hold my call, oh, Dad. <laughs> Dad, I don't know how I feel about that. That was really good, and I hated it at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I hated how <laughs> on point it was. Okay, the three of you, and you are now two dogs. Descend down a spiral staircase into. We are now two dogs. You uh, into an underground laboratory. A long, it's a it's a long corridor, a huge, huge cavernous chamber. Uh, you are looking over it from a sort of elevated platform that the staircase uh, exits out onto, uh, and from this platform there are two short staircases, sort of leading down to uh, the rest of the lab. Uh, in the half of the room closest to you, 
things are are way uh, in a, a state of disarray. There's crates uh, and just large glowing yellow rocks piled up sort of uh, all around the room in disorganized piles. Uh, in the middle of the room, you can see what appears to be an operating table uh, where some unfortunate soul has wasted away to a skeleton. Uh, its skull is fastened to a sort of helmet which is connected by dozens of wires to a console further down in the room. The smell in here is unbearable, and it is not difficult to ascertain why. On the opposite end of this long chamber, you see a giant glass tank, a sort of containment unit, which is host to what could only be described as a bunch of unassigned body parts. Uh, what would have likely been fodder for some of his makeshift bodies have become something else in Dr. Frankenstein's absence. Uh, there is just a, a pile of limbs, mostly hands, uh, sort of shambling inside of this containment unit. They have formed a sort of cadaverous rat king. Uh, you can see it moving, not with any sort of intent that you can figure out. It is contained. Uh, and it likely hasn't noticed that the five of you are here because how would it? Um, there but are, it is in a tank, right? It's, it's in, in a tank. big containment unit, yes. Okay. Um, there are, a, there's sort of metal grating on the top and bottom of it. Um, so it is not like airtight, but you know, it's not like this thing can just like come out and uh, destroy you all. Uh, two large pylons flank the containment unit, each of which is attached through long cables to three smaller batteries each. You can see this in the map I have provided you. Half of these batteries seem to be providing power to this containment unit. The other half appear unpowered. There is a marquee on the containment unit that has a lightning bolt and a number four on it. That is what you see as you enter this chamber. I am going to... Uh, head up to the chamber and peer in sure. to see if I can recognize any body parts of mine. I know that I was largely exploded, right? But I don't know the extent to which I was exploded. So I just like to see if I see any like hands. I feel or... like Pierre explained it pretty well. It's kind yeah, of like vaporized, kind of. Okay. You never know. Okay. <laughs> you um, never. She's holding out hope. You don't want her to hope. I'm I'm going to need a fairly high perception check on this because this is a pretty huge room you just wandered into and there's a lot of shit everywhere. Um, I'm just looking at the tank. Just looking yeah, at the tank. Okay, the... give me... Well, because you said that's where all the limbs were. Yes, give me an investigation check. Okay. Oh my God. That's a nat huh. 20. Natural 20. 20. Fuck, man. All you right. know everything. Sorry, Take a second. It's all right. No one expects a natural 20. <laughs> The containment unit is illuminated uh, inside with the same sort of yellow light that is coming off of the uh, the batteries and the pylons and the yellow crystals in this room. And in that yellow light, you see in the tank a flash of blue, just a faint glint that draws your eye. And when you turn to get a better look, you see the hand of, I mean, it's, hold on. I'm coming up with this shit on the fly. Hold on. 
That's, yeah, I guess that's Dungeons and Dragons, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but a 20 is weird because you got to justify right, it. Right, right, right. Like, yeah. You see a weathered hand. Your hand. And you know it is your hand because it is wearing your sapphire signet ring. You see it clear as day for just a moment before it scuttles deeper into the pile and you lose track of it. Yeah, okay. You, did anyone else see that? Anyone? Mm. See what? He's got my hand. I've not been entirely vaporized. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my good. That's my good tea drinking hand. <laughs> so you have a bad tea drinking hand, like look that. At this, look at this. Well, look at this mitt. Look at this. Mm. Look you at couldn't this even. Impu- you couldn't even properly extend your pinky the way you're supposed to when you. That's drink true tea. because of. Because of the the sinew. Yes. Yes. Oh, too much sinew. That's what I would say. Um, Griffin. Yeah. Um, I would like to. Are there any like hands scuttling around? Are there any body parts moving around outside of the containment unit? Um, give me a perception check, please. We'll say if you're just sort of scanning the room for Yeah, I'm just looking around for weird yeah. shit. Mm. That's a critical failure. It was. Yeah, I agree. Um, feast or famine with you boys today. I, yeah. Uh, you, you, no, you don't, see, uh, you don't see anything. It is so... The thing at the end of this room is so grotesque and horrifying, it is difficult for you, even a seasoned monster hunter, to like pull your attention away from it. Um, Philo, any checks you'd like to make? Any action you'd um, like to do? Yeah, I think um, I think he'd like to take a look at the uh, at the lightning bolt four thing. Lightning okay. bolt four. Um, to to kind of see if there's like any kind of operating mechanism for the containment unit. Sure, uh, we'll say that you know you are a uh, a, a practitioner of. Uh, the medical arts, for the most part, but and an artificer, and an artificer. That's a very good point. Okay, so we'll do a, um, we'll call this Arcana, right? That is a sort of summary knowledge of your your magical stuff, and okay. uh, this is this is you know the other side of the same coin. Okay, so if it's <laughs> holy shit. Well, how about a twenty-one? No. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you get a. Uh, you, you get a basic sort of idea of this this machinery just sort of following the cables, right? It's all one unit. There is a table with the helmet and the skeleton that seems to be going into uh, this this unit, um, the, the containment unit. The batteries are powering the whole thing, these six batteries, three of which are uh, turned on, three of which are not, uh, sort of funneling energy through these pylons into, uh, into the tank. Uh, there is a console on the front of the tank that everything seems to be connected to. Uh, you can see the console is in a, a st- like everything else in here, a state of disrepair. There are, uh, a, a, there's a portion of it that's just been smashed in. There's buttons missing, but there are a few things sort of illuminated that you can't quite see from here. Um, the, the, the creature inside of the containment unit, uh, it, it seems like this thing is, is used for something else, and this is a a nest for a bigger monster. You get the impression that this shambling mass of limbs that has taken up residence in here 
uh, is that's not what this machine is for. Uh, it just happens to be maybe the warmest spot in the room. Um, is it closed? Is it sealed in there? Uh, except there's some some gaps in in like a, a uh, some metal bars near the top of the unit, uh, but it does seem to be otherwise uh, sealed in there. Okay. So my limb does it just seem to be in there, or is it part of the? It's part of the part of the the blob. Blob. Okay. Um, I mound like is what it's, it's labeled as here. Mound. I would love to attack the the uh, glass of the tank Ooh. with a sword of my uh, with my axe. Sorry, Jennifer Myers. Okay. Can we do. Can we contest that? I don't want to stop him from doing it. I mean, you can certainly talk as you see. This is, uh, I will say, a huge distance away from where you are. So you would have some time as uh, Lady Godwin charged Leroy Jenkins style into the mystery lab to Now, save. wait, I'm pretty sure that I ran up to the tank to go look for my hand. Yeah. And I was at the tank looking for my hand with a oh, okay. 20. I didn't. In, in, uh, okay. I don't want to stop. I don't want to stop Justin the player. I don't want to talk Justin out of it. I want Mutt to try to like catch the axe or get in the way because okay how about this i'll give i'll give it to you i roll i rear back to attack i'll give you a whoa 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 okay whoa 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 listen you see the hat you see my hat no listen absolutely absolutely i do okay then but i also see um batteries running into mm -hmm. it and what yeah. if you smash it and release a bunch of electricity and fry your hand Okay, well, hmm. Perhaps there's a way to what? open it without destroying it. Oh. Yeah, I suppose we could go that one. I, um, hmm, would love to just sort of, you know, give it a, give it a little smash. No, I know. And listen, might come to that. Oh, yes, of course. Um, hmm. Well, I suppose we could hold, hold off for a moment. If I, I would ask this, if smashing does need to be done, I would love to be the the the, oh. the party responsible oh, yeah. for said smashing. Yeah, of course. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I yeah. am not leaving without the hand. No, I I think we definitely need to recover your hand. Thank you. Is it possible you? I don't know what I'll do with it. Honestly, it couldn't go with the rest of the uh, the look at all. If you is, know what I mean. Is it possible you have other components in there? Do you recognize any? Other? I only I, uh, as I understand it, I was uh, pretty thoroughly blinced. So mm -hmm. I I would be uh, <laughs> just absolutely shocked if there's more appendages in there of my of my own. Uh, where are you at, sort of, uh, right now, Brother Philo? I'm trying to sort of establish the scene here on the map to just kind of keep... Well, I think he got close... I think he's also fairly close, because he got close enough to inspect the, the console, right? Okay. Um, I, I, th I think, um, Philo would like to take a look at the batteries. At, at, uh, specifically, the, the one where there's one battery... Disabled on the north side there? Yeah. Okay. Um, give me an investigation check or Arcana. Well, we can also keep that keep that rolling. Okay. Oh my god. Nat Nat twenty. Well, no, dirty twenty, but still very dirty good. twenty. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, you look around at the batteries. You see that the the three batteries that are shut off. Um, they are. They're sort of in, in, in different states right now. 
Uh, you notice the ones on the other side of the room. One of them just appears to be turned off. Uh, one of them is sort of uh, a bit frayed at the bottom uh, and is uh, given off a couple sparks here and there. Uh, the one you are standing next to is just uh, empty. It doesn't seem to contain the same yellow stone that the other ones appear to have in it. Uh, so this one is just sort of missing its its powering core, uh, which you've noticed in sort of piles uh, scattered around the room. Do I uh, do I see any of the um, the the those yellow stones? Yeah, absolutely. Around. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do you want to, brother Philo? I admit about it, my death. Would you do you want to try to chuck one of these in? Um, yes, I I I believe if, if you look at the sign with the four and the lightning bolt, I I believe that's probably telling us if we get four of these batteries operational, we may be able to. Operate this this uh, console. Yes, I, I'm failing to see if that's something we necessarily want. Well, you want your hand, do. don't you? I do. I desperately want my hand. I do worry about the power igniting some sort of. Um, see that little the, the little uh, grouchy bugger in there? I'm worried that he'll. Um, mm. Maybe that's to open it for to open. Maybe. And then it all it'll all sluice out. Maybe mm. we could talk to it. It's made out of parts, right? Try to talk. You you made quick work of that puppy outside. Maybe to try discussing uh, uh, the animal life or wh- whatever your tricks are. Man, talk. Wait, sorry. Handle it. Discuss animal life. What's it like? Being handle an animal. the animal. I don't know how one handles an animal. Uh, that hand in there never touched an animal. Never? <laughs> Not a fan. <laughs> okay. Uh, Look at these hands. These hands are made for petting beasts. You can see me scooping up some sort of Bear hide with it, you know. Do you want a pet sloppy? I'd rather not. Okay. Sloppy. He's kind he of a Scooby Doo character at this point. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, sloppy seems right at home in here. Sloppy is just sort of strutting around, sniffing around. There's like a little, um, a little pile of uh, rags that he sort of nestles down into. Um, I'm gonna. Okay. So. Your dog, your chicken shit dog is by the door. She's not chicken shit. She's worth it. Um, I'm going to check out the... Ske- so the there's a helmet on the skeleton that's connected to the thing, right? Yes, yes. Griffin, in any other game, were we not playing an RPG based on uh, Dungeons and or Dragons? Yeah. I would not ask this. But is the skeleton moving? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the skeleton is not moving. I'm not even gonna make you roll for that. Okay, it, great. It ain't moving. Um, uh, hey, sorry, sorry to bother you. Big mass of stuff in there. You got a name? Um, there is, there is. You are where are you where are you at as you are doing this? I am standing a safe distance away. Okay. Um, I am standing so at the foot of the skeleton table, looking at the big containment unit. Okay. Uh, it does not respond. Um, Lady Godwin, are you still up against the glass, sort of? I am, yeah. Okay. Uh, no, there is... But I'm just looking at this point. I'm just I'm just kind of watching it. For sure. Um, there is no, there's no response, Mutt, because, like, there's no ears, as far as you can tell, in there. I, I'll tell you what. I will go ahead and grab one of the yellow stones and bring it over to Philo. I don't know if he want, what, what he wants to do with it or not, but I'm sure. going to try to... 
bring one of them over. They they seem big, but right. it's hard to tell scale in a map. Okay. But. Um, they are quite large. You get up to them, they are about, uh, I mean, uh, they're about the size of your torso. They are quite wow. heavy. You get the impression that with a smaller frame, these would not be movable without some sort of special machinery. Um, but with you, it seems doable. Um, okay, well, I'll haul one over. Okay. Um, I need you to give me first a strength check. Okay. See if you can haul one of these things deadlifted out of the crate that it's sitting in. Uh, yes, on a 17, you heft it up from the crate. Uh, and now I'm going to need you to give me a constitution saving throw, please. It's a 20. Wow, okay. Uh, on a 20, you feel an electrical current charge through this thing. Uh, and it is weird because you can tell your body is not enjoying the feeling of holding this thing. But perhaps through your sort of Frankensteinian build, uh, it, those, those signals aren't exactly reaching your brain. And so it is not an issue for you to hold this. Brother Philo, I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, won't, I don't wish to um, alarm you, but this is quite unpleasant. If you could let me know if you'd like me to chuck it in or not, it's a bit above my uh, station to, to make these decisions. But please, uh, let me know uh, immediately. I would say that from the earlier uh, 20... Mm-hmm. That uh, Philo would know. Yeah, there's how just a, to insert there, it. Uh, yeah, there is a a hatch on the top that you can crack open. Uh, uh, right here, my lady, and he opens the hatch. Okay, uh, you put the crystal she, right in here. She chucks it in. All right, you put it in the hoop like slam. And after uh, she puts the kyber crystal in, Griffin, what happens? It, <laughs> it turns into a life a lifesaver. Delicious. Uh, so when that happens, there is a flicker of light. The room grows somewhat brighter, as do the pylons on the opposite end and the containment unit. Uh, the, the marquee, which said four, uh, now updates and says eight. Uh, and when that happens... Wait, it says eight? It says eight. Ah, when that, okay. when that happens, Interesting. the shambling mound does seem to take notice. Um... You see a uh, a large group of hands sort of on the outskirts of the pile extend their fingers suddenly as if in a state of shock. When that happens, the shambling mound shakes like a dog trying to dry itself off. And all of those hands come flying out of the bars at the top of the containment unit. I'm going to need everyone to roll for initiative. Hmm. Twelve for me. Fourteen for me. Nineteen. All right. You count ten hands that have flown out of the top of the tank and landed in a sort of phalanx formation uh, in front of the containment unit. Lady Godwin, give me a just straight up luck check, d20. We'll see if your hand is one of the 10 that came out. Um, we'll say if it's a- uh, Do you think it's good luck or bad luck? Uh, <laughs> if my hand comes out. Uh, I'm um, not sure, we'll say 10 or above your hand comes out. 
Nope, three. Nope, uh, you do not see your signet ring uh, amongst these ten hands. That um, makes this easier. They are now, uh, in, like I said, in this phalanx formation, and they appear to be uh, crawling outwards in a wave. You have activated now four of the batteries, uh, and like I said, the number at the top has uh, doubled and increased to eight. Um, and first in the order is Lady Goblin. Griffin, can you remind me what was wrong with the other two batteries? One was just off? One was just turned off, and one was uh, frayed at the bottom. Great. While they're still clumped, I'm going to try to grab another crystal and chuck it at them. Uh, okay. Yes, uh, this is going to be uh, a bit of a hike, I think, for you to uh, get to one of these crystals and chuck it. Um, but uh, you can get to the crystals no problem. I think it's just your 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 attack roll is going to have to be quite high to just even make it to the, the other end of the room. So why don't we do that? We'll do an athletics check right. just to see if you can huck one of these things to the other side of the room, and then I'll make them do deck saves to see if uh, this, this works. Okay. So uh, give me an athletics check to see if how far you can kind of caber toss this thing. Oh, my God. That is a dirty 20. Yep, no problem, wow. baby. Uh, we are going to roll... <laughs> we're going to roll some deck saves. Are you throwing it at the sort of northern clump of hands? or yes, the these... upper clump that's closer to my, my, my side of the map. Yeah, we have right. bad news for you. Uh, we ran all the tests. It's your upper clump. Your upper <laughs> clump, uh, it's infected. We're not going to... I don't know, ma'am. Okay. Uh, oh, wait, can I do another one? I think one of my uh, favorite sure, parts. Yeah, no, we have time to do five saves. If it's unless it's better than that okay. one. Okay, I, I think I really liked um, Nutty Professor and then Nutty Professor meet the clumps, but I like the upper clumps the best. Okay, that one wasn't as good. I don't okay. think. Hmm. So that two more checks to make if you think you got one more in the. Nope. Uh, all right, so five hands, five dexterity saving throws. There is an, Jesus Christ, there is an explosion, a flash of uh, yellow light that uh, rips through the northern half of the room. Uh, it, these five hands vanish inside of it, and when the light clears, only one hand remains. The saves were 10, 9, 6, 16, and 8. This is lucky number 16 here. Um, that is your turn. Next in the order is Mutt. Um, I want to make it to the battery that is turned off. Uh, okay, that is the sort of uh, furthest battery down here. Uh, you reach it, and uh, pretty simply, there is just a, a lever on the front of it that is switched into the down position. I switch it. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, you do that, and once again, there is a flash of light in this room. Um, when that happens, I need you to make a, uh, a dexterity saving throw. Please, Crawford Muttner. Dexterity saving throw. That's a 15. The wires, uh, the cables at your feet, uh, attempt to ensnare you. They attempt to wrap around you. With a 15, you are able to hop back, realizing what is happening. However... Uh, that was not the only threat here. The cables uh, continue to sort of grow and uh, wrap around themselves until they form a creature. 
made oh, out man. of cables. Uh, and that is this vine blight, which is oh, now man. going to join the initiative order. Uh, that is your turn, uh, Mutt. We are going to actually do the vine blight's turn right now. Uh, um, can I? I, I want to speak as well, if I may. Sure. Hey, hey, Philo. And, uh, you're like a sciencey kind of techie person, right? Well, uh, yes, absolutely. We're us turning this on is what we're supposed to do, right? Because like I saw you guys turn that one on, so I turned this one on. And in retrospect, like, should I ask you first? Is are we doing the right thing turning it on? Should we turn it off? What are we looking at here? Um, I, uh, I don't. Uh, no, for sure. I was time to have this conversation. Trent. I know. I know. <laughs> it's it's a moment. You've I, chosen I, to have this exchange. <laughs> the indicator is up to sixteen, so I would say we're doing something correct. Yes. When you turned on this last uh, battery, the number doubled once again to sixteen. How is it look inside the tank? Very bright. Quite bright now. Um, in fact, I will say, with the light as bright as it is, with the pile thinned out a little bit from the ten hands that hopped off of it, you can see your your ringed hand again on the sort of uh, top of the pile. Um, well, let's not let's not turn any more on, please, until I've retrieved my hand. I don't want to to turn it to ash. Uh, okay. The vine blight uh, is a, a brand new baby. Uh, is going to take its turn now. Uh, it is going to whip some of its vines towards you, uh, Crawford Mutner, and try to constrict you. Uh, that is a nine versus AC. That does not hit. Uh, tragic. Okay. Uh, then that is its turn. Next in the order. We are going to move on to Brother Philo. Um, Philo runs over to the skeleton on the bed. On okay. The, on the, and says, uh, uh, I have an idea. And he puts the helmet on his head. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> okay, you can do this for sure. Um, you, you... You know, yank the skeleton down from the table, pop the helmet on your head. Uh, from your position right here, uh, you see uh, the console. You're right next to it, uh, where you are, and there are uh, a couple of buttons that are illuminated. Uh, there's a large uh, red one that seems to have the same uh, lightning bolt symbol on it, uh, and there is a green one. With no lightning bolt? Uh, with no lightning bolt on it. Could I make an arcana check? Sure. You may. Mm, ten. Um, I, I mean, none of them are labeled other than this. Uh, other than the lightning bolt on the red button. So this is not like a, you know, machinery thing. This is like a... This is a poor user interface designed by someone who didn't think anyone else was going to be using this panel but him. Um, you, uh, yeah, you can tell that uh, the wires, at least, running into the helmet do go into the console and then further into the containment unit. Uh, they are running along the ground, and so the shambling mound is sitting on top of whatever uh, this stuff is, is hooked up into. Um, but that is... 
that is what you see. Um, I, I think he's going to try to communicate with the the shambling mound psychically. Right. Hmm. Psy- psychically. What do you what do you what do you mean communicate? Using the helmet. Okay, it's not you don't you, you don't put it on. It's not cerebro, so you don't put it on, and immediately you're like, mm, pretty cool to be a hand. This is a connecting. I'm trying to. Th- I did not think your your uh you've stupefied me with this decision, and I'm very excited about it. There there is no voice. There is no psychic connection that seems to open up whenever you put on the helmet. All you can hear through the helmet, I will say, is just a a faint buzz of uh you know electrical energy. Okay. All right. When did the the two buttons light up when he put the helmet on? Uh no, they have been on. Okay. I think uh he <laughs> I'm going to have brother Philo drop to one knee and pray for guidance. Okay. Is this a is this a do you have the spell? Guidance? Oh, I don't know if I have a spell. <laughs> Just the yeah, thing he does. Have, this is all structured. This is all built into it. We have mechanisms for talking to God. Okay. You can't just talk to him. No, well, I mean, if you, if you... Hey, I... I Listen. The power of prayer is... is I'm always saying this stuff. Very yeah. well. So if you want to... If this show's about nothing else. Yeah, yeah. If you want to make a very good religion check, to see if you feel the Lord moving in this underground laboratory tonight. I will absolutely always allow that. Then that is what I shall do. Here it goes. A 15 religion check. Okay. Um, what is the name of your... What's your order called? Tancred? Tancred. St. Tancred. You dropped one knee and you pray for guidance from St. Tancred. And... It doesn't work like a lot of people assume it does. There is no heavenly body that appears before you and tells you what it is you should or shouldn't do. It's more like a subtle nudging of your own common sense that tells you that you are in an underground lab with a big weird machine with a bunch of dead body parts in it. And there's a helmet connected to this machine and you've put it on your head and you've stood in front of a console with two buttons on it. And that is some of the that's some of the wildest shit that you or anyone could ever do. As a scientist, you know that you are well outside of uh, your your oaths, your Hippocratic oaths, uh, all of that jazz, uh, because you stumbled into a strange place. It's like if you went into an operating room and just started connecting yourself to shit all willy-nilly uh, without any sort of... Um, idea of what you're doing um that is that is, on a 15 that's what you get I'm not trying to dissuade you either way but i think with that i understand you take a beat to pray and go i have a ro- i have a machine on my head that i don't know what it does um he pushes the green button <laughs> okay man sure man yeah dude yeah bud for sure. No problem. Definitely planned on that. Yes, sir. <laughs> Why? 
We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis... How did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show.
the Eurovision Song Contest. Hundreds of millions of people watch it every year. It played a part in a democratic revolution in Portugal, it introduced the world to Riverdance, and it launched Celine Dion's career. But you might have never watched it. It's got so much history and so many storylines that it can feel overwhelming to get into. Mm-hmm. It's like a real housewife season, but everyone's a better singer. Well, sometimes. But that's where we come in. I'm Dimitri Pompey. I'm Oscar Montoya. And I'm Jeremy Bent, and we're the hosts of Eurovangelists. If you're new to Eurovision, we'll tell you everything you need to know to start enjoying the world's most important song competition. And if you're already a fan, we'll dive deep on its wildest moments, like when Ireland sent a turkey puppet to sing for them. Eurovangelists. New episodes every Thursday. On MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jordan Cruciola, host of Feeling Seen, where we start by asking our guests just one question. What movie character made you feel seen? I knew exactly what it was. Clementine from Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Joy Wang slash Jobu Tupaki. That one question launches amazing conversations about their lives, the movies they love, and about the past, present, and future of entertainment. Roy in uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I worry about what this might say about me, but I've brought Tracy Flick in the film Election. So if you like movies, diverse perspectives, and great conversations, check us out. Oof, this is real. New episodes of Feeling Seen drop every week on MaximumFun.org. And that's a serious rap on Brother Philo. Dad, you got a back of the character no, made? Or? I, I'm, guys, Philo falls to the ground and is disquietingly still. Okay, from pushing a button. From pushing a there, green button. I would say there were a lot of actions that led up to pushing the button, Justin. That's a good point, Travis. Yes. Okay, quick update to the initiative, and we're off. Unfucking, unfucking believable. Great turn, great round, great round, everybody. Great turn and great round. Classic. Can Dad, Dad, can you? It's me, James Lipton. Dad, is Philo with us? Could we maybe speak to him about that decision? Yes, I am here. Yeah. So why'd you do that? I uh, I thought it would uh, maybe control the things within the device, within the containment. Awesome. I love that for all of us. Um, I love that for the season. Okay, so dad I love died. That what else? What was next? Next in the order. Next in the order are the crawl. And I'd like to point out that if this were Doctor Who, yeah, yeah, and I had done that, it would have reversed the polarity. Yeah, for and sure. And then all, all of a sudden, everyone would be saying, "He's a god. He's a god." Now hold yeah. on, Dad. That assumes that you are the Doctor. And that this isn't a regeneration episode because you might yeah. just be fodder for the cannons. Mm. Um, I also love that your extreme confidence that your character didn't die when you have absolutely no idea what that helmet does. But you're sure. like, you didn't it's die. About, it's, it's all about faith, Travis. Well, yeah, I'm wild about what just happened. Um, okay, we're gonna just keep keep on trucking. Like that didn't just happen. Yeah. Um, okay. So, 
Brother Philo's on the ground. He is not moving. The Marquis has updated. Apparently, whatever just happened drained some of the power uh, from these batteries. The uh, indicator now reads 12. Um, the claws, the hands, are up next. Uh, you are going to be surrounded here, uh, Crawford Mutner, because you are the closest target to these claws. Uh, they are all going to uh, attack you, uh, and because they have the vine blight there on the other side, uh, looks like three of these five will be with advantage. Okay. So, uh, that's a ten. No. Versus AC. Incorrect. No. Uh, seven versus AC. No. Another ten versus AC. Wow, you are getting some lucky breaks here. I'm very dexterous. Uh, and these are okay, that hands. is a. Cr- that is a crit. That uh, does, yes, that does. Yes, of course it does. Uh, I'll give you that one. That claw uh, just seems to hop up in the air and uppercut you. Uh, it does uh, seven points of bludgeoning damage Woo. with its crit. Uh, the last claw is going to get a 22 versus Yeah, AC. that hits as well. Uh, that one hits you for five bludgeoning damage as it sort of uh, leaps up in the air and conks down on your head like a coconut falling from a tree. Of course. The other sort of surviving crawling claw here, the other surviving hand uh, is going to uh, make its way towards (laughs) you. Just absolutely desecrate Philo's body. (laughs) Uh, You can see it looked at Philo's body uh, uh, sort of like dinosaur with its hand, sort of its middle finger being its long brontosaurus neck. You guys know what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Checked out Philo's body and then was like, that's not an issue anymore. Uh, And started to climb its way towards you, Lady Godwin. uh, But you chucked that rock from a very long distance. And I don't think a little hand is able to make it all the way there in one turn. Um, Next in the order is the Shambling Mound. Oh, I was hoping he wouldn't get to take a shot. Uh, I'm going to roll a d6 here. Uh, Three. Three more crawling claws uh, pop out of the Shambling Mound and uh, hops right back into formation here. That's only two. Um, is one of them Lady Gaga's hand? Uh, make a make a luck check for me, Lady Godwin. Thank you, Mac. That's a great point. No, <laughs> on a four, four. Uh, no, this is not. There, there is still a lot of body inside of the uh, containment unit. So. Uh, these are just three other hands uh, that have spawned in, um, but that is the, the, the indicator says twelve now. Do I do I know when yes, that happened? Yes, it, it drained. Yes, I explained that it drained four power when um, when Brother Philo used the device. Um, that button is no longer illuminated. The green button that he just hit. Uh, okay. Oh, so we okay. all, we don't get turns to put on the helmet and push the button. <laughs> <laughs> Next in the order uh, is Lady Godwin. Lady Godwin, you are up. Um. Okay, see, this is tough. Because normally in this situation, I'd want to focus fire on the, the lump because it's just going to keep generating uh, hands, presumably. But sure. My hand is in that lump. Yeah, so yeah. I do need this to keep going a bit longer till I can get that puppy out. Right. So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, swing Jennifer Meyer at the um, 
the hand that's coming for me. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's. I know it's a little, it's a little gauche, but like as a barbarian, sure. You know, all uh, you have is a hammer, etc. It is a little, little hand. You are higher on this uh, small staircase that you guys are on, so I will give you advantage on this on this attack roll. So you're oh. stabbing the hand that feeds you. Very, very good. No, I'm looking for the hand that feeds me. Uh, it looks like a 12. A 12? Uh, no way. A 12 just hits. That? No, yeah. yeah. 12 just hits. Great. 12 just hits. Roll damage. Pretty sure you statistically can't not hit it. Are you, you're not in rage right now, are you? No, no, would you, no. Would you like to be? Because that's a bonus action for you. I know you're new to the barbarian arts. Oh, uh, thank you. So I need to say that before. Yeah, I will go ahead and get into rage. I had rage selected, but I'll use okay. a bonus action to get into rage. Thank you. Okay. What does rage? What does rage look like for Lady Godwin? <laughs> like a huff. <laughs> She's in a real tizzy. She's, She's got snit. her knickers in a twist. Okay, she fine. Is, and you know what's weird is she seems nicer than before. Mm, that's when you okay. gotta watch out. That's, that's how you know there's trouble. The, okay, maybe cool. the words are nicer, but the like pitch is a little higher. The intent is not. Um, what about your body? Is there a disconnect from like your bo- what your body's doing and your head is doing? Uh, in yeah, I mode? think that that's, it, it almost, you got a little bit more of that uh, uh, the, the body is acting almost without her thinking about it right like the rage is like she's frust she's more you know appropriately dignified mad and you can see the body like almost using its muscle memory to to uh because it's a little bit less you know the ego is a little bit less in the way okay um all right you absolutely squish this hand like it's it, it does not it is not uh the most Sturdy of uh, NPCs, uh, it barely takes a breeze to destroy these things, and so a uh, horrible cleave from a gigantic axe just like it disintegrates. I'm going to uh, use the rest of my movement action to close the gap on uh, me and Philo as much as I can. Uh, yeah, you get about halfway there uh, with, the, with the rest of your movement. Uh, you, that also sort of brings you squarely in range of the other three uh, hands that have just spawned in. Did you have something else? No, I was just thinking to myself that I think that might be the first time in Adventures in History that one of us has ever accounted for movement action. Yes, yes, it's a new to, day. I wanted to. <laughs> I want to thank Baldur's Gate Three and this great map that Griffin has made. Yes, help me to understand how Dungeons and Dragons. Works. Uh, next in the order is the Vine Blight that you spawned in when you interacted with this battery uh, mutt. It. Uh, is going to try and constrict you once again, this time with unfortunately advantage, uh, because it does have you pretty well flanked in here. Sure. So let's see how that sure. goes. Oh my god! You are in the matrix right now. Just uh, That's an 8 and a 10 with the yeah. advantage. Can't do so it. I'm is, wiry, man. Oh, oh, that would have fucking hurt, too. Uh, uh, yeah, you guys... Have you been marking your damage, Trev? I have. Yes, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, that would have almost killed you. But uh, oh fortunately for you, you are able to, I'm not sure how, uh, dodge these cables that it is whipping in your direction. Um, I'm going to have a little surprise. Uh, roll a... Roll a... 
a luck check for me. Uh, no, roll an animal handling check for me, uh, Mutt. Me? Okay, hold on. I didn't. Uh, animal handling. 13. Okay. There is a loud uh, bark that echoes through this underground laboratory. Uh, and like a like a greyhound, it is not a greyhound. It is much bigger and sloppier than a greyhound. Uh, Sloppy dashes in and just devours one of the hands. Good boy. Uh, that is next to you. Um, it is a fearsome, fearsome beast. Uh, the, the likes of which you are completely unfamiliar with because you can see as you watch Sloppy devour uh, your uh, one, of, one of these hands that was attacking you. You can see by the door into the lab, still sort of cowed with her tail between her legs, uh, Lady Agatha Thistleweight. I think we should drop the lady from the name because that will get you. You can just call her there, Aggie. Have, just call her Aggie. That's fine. Uh, you see Aggie watch this sort of still terrified in the doorway. Yeah, um, you're doing Aggie. great, Aggie. Uh, you stay sloppy safe. Looks sloppy. Proud of you too, bud. We all got our roles to play. <laughs> Sloppy. Yeah. Uh, next in the order is you, Mutt. Um, I am going to, especially since they're so close to me, uh, brandish my sickle. Okay. Uh, no, my dagger. I got. Okay. I got me a karambit. It's a curved dagger. Cool, cool. Um, and I'm going to attempt to slice the cables of the. Uh, cable beast in front of me. Oh, the vine blank. Very, yeah. very smart. Um, so it, I will say there is one thick cable that appears to be going towards the pylon. There is one cable that is coming from uh, sort of daisy chains to the other two batteries on this side. Which one are you attacking? Um, so there's one going to the pylon. Yes. And then, so it's okay. So I'm understanding it. They're each connected to each other. Yes. And then going to the pylon. Right. Hmm. But if I slice the cable, it's going to disconnect the power. It sure is. Hmm. 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 Interesting. Hmm. I'm going to disconnect. I'm going for the one... I, I will lay it out like this. You have three choices. One is the cable that is leading to the gigantic pylon on the south side of the room connected directly to the unit. Then you are also connected to the one battery that is still shut down and frayed and sparking, and then the one battery that is turned on. Those are your three options if you want to do this action. I'm going to cut the one connected to the sparking one. Okay. Uh, give me... Uh, here's what I will say. This this works. You slash through. It's a cable on the ground. You have no problem uh, hacking through that with this dagger. Uh, as you do that, sure enough, the vine blight unspools, unfurls, and drops to the ground and is gone. Uh, however, I'm going to need a dexterity saving throw from both you and Sloppy here. I got a 14. That is insufficient. Oh, damn. Uh, Sloppy gets a... That is a six. 
No! Um, but I will also say three of these claws are also going to make deck saves. good and save griffin can i make an additional deck save to push sloppy out of the way and take his damage if i succeed um yes let me establish this first as, as you do that that battery explodes it shoots uh electricity out in all directions uh and uh you see an arc of it hit one of the hands and it just disintegrates uh the other two hands that were in range uh they leap back away from you uh disengaging uh and they avoid the electricity uh you are hit by one of these bolts of electricity and you are going to take who six points okay. of lightning damage wow. um you I will give you a chance to make a deck save with disadvantage if you want to try and knock Sloppy out of the way. Okay. Oh, but you are able to knock Sloppy away, and uh, you are going to take more damage. Okay. As another bolt of lightning uh, strikes you, you take just one point. But of, Sloppy's okay? Uh, electric damage. Sloppy is okay. Sloppy is... Uh, a, a bit confused at first as it slides to the ground. Um, and remember, you basically have Sloppy Charmed right now uh, with your with your magic. Uh, so it looks up at you and growls for a second, but then it realizes sort of what you just did and chills out a bit. Sick. Philo. Hmm? You are there, and then you are not. You are looking into the tank, and... You press a button, and then you are in... You don't feel anything. You are just in darkness. You And it's not um, a sort of unconscious dreaming darkness. You feel like you are just in a dark room, uh, and you are weightless in this space, and you make a... This is still pretty fucking magical and stuff, so I want another Arcana check out of you. Okay. No, you know what? No, we'll say this. Perception check. What? Uh, a perception uh, yeah, check? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, perception check. 18. Woo! You have the general feeling that you are not alone in this place. There is some sort of presence that is in here with you. And... Just as you sort of recognize that, you become conscious and present and aware of yourself in a different space. You are strapped to a table, a small table, uh, almost a sort of um, like workshop station. And you are absolutely surrounded on all sides by body parts that are moving around uh, sort of on top of you. You feel completely different. You feel, you feel very little. Um, you are present. Your senses are, are sort of here, but your sense of touch uh, is not, as far as you can tell. 
Um, you are not sure where you are, what's going on, what has happened to you. Um, but sure enough, you you get the impression that you are now inside of this uh, this containment unit, and the shambling mound is on top of you. Yikes! What do you do? Well, I'm strapped down, right? Uh, you are, yes. Um, it appears to just be one strap sort of wrapped around your, uh, your arms and, uh, your, your torso. Um, again, like, it is, it is confusing because you can't get a great look at what's happened to you. Um, but, but you, you get the impression that that's what's going on. Can I make this body operate? Can I make it work? Uh, yeah, I mean, you can feel, uh, you, you, you can move yourself around a little bit, but you are restrained. Could I free myself with sleight of hand? Um, yes. Give me a sleight of hand check. I will give you advantage on this. For whatever reason, it is, you find it actually kind of easy to try and loose yourself from these, uh, this strap. Did I say okay. easy? Uh, you rolled two tens there. Um, you you do manage to wriggle free. Uh, as you do so, uh, one of the hands here takes notice of you uh, and is going to attack you. You notice on this hand a blue signet ring. Uh, that is a an 11 versus AC. Uh, does not hit. Okay. It uh, it tries to punch you, but you, uh, for whatever reason, it does not connect. You are, again, having a hard time telling w- what has happened to you because you're surrounded by body parts. It's hard to kind of, like, look around and see your own body in this body salad. Gross. Next right. in the order. Uh, unless, did you have anything else? That's, that's probably your action, uh... Philo, just freeing yourself from this thing, and um, and he's little. Watching, unless, unless you had some sort of free. Action. I was going to try to uh, hold hands with the uh, sapphire ring hand, just like you know, intertwine fingers in between. I'll allow that. I will allow that. I will say, if you don't succeed on this, it is going to get another attack on you. Okay. Um, but this is going to be. We'll call it just another sleight of hand, and this is just you trying to grab the correct hand out of a big, big pile. This is yeah. not with advantage. This is... Okay. 16. Six, yeah. With a 16, you reach out, you grab Lady Godwin's ringed hand, and you are now holding it uh, in your own. Your hand, I will say, you can kind of see now, it appears to be impossibly small. Very small. Um, but you have managed to grab on to this thing. Uh, next in the order are the crawling claws. Um... These three are going to move and attack you, uh, Lady Godwin. Uh, actually, that one would not be able to get around you without taking an attack of opportunity. Uh, this one is going to just do Come a normal... On, Come get it. A normal attack that's 15 versus AC. Um, for Lady Godwin, that is a hit. That is a hit. Okay. Uh, it hits you for three bludgeoning damage. Because you are raging, you half that because you have... Uh, resistance roundup. Round so yes, you take two damage. Uh, the first one is going to attack you with advantage. Thirteen versus AC. That's a hit. Uh, that's two bludgeoning. So one for that hit. 
and uh, the other one is going to attack with advantage. Another hit, another two, so one from that. One bludgeoning damage. So they all they all okay. get hits on you, but you are fucking really you steamed. are really steamed right now. You are really really. Um, did you did you short rest before you came in here? Because you did. I, you were missing HP from your horse bite, which is well. Still I on mean, you. I don't think we said it. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> you still have your. You still should have. Still I rocking know. your horse bite. Uh, and now three punches. Uh, okay, next. Oh, we have three more claws here. I mean, yeah. I mean, one, two of them are going to move up on you. One is going to move on Sloppy. Uh, none of them are going to be with advantage because they are not in flank. Uh, oof, 21. Versus AC? Yeah. That yeah. Uh, that's two bludgeoning damage there. The other one, uh, 14 versus AC? Uh, mm, just hits. I mean, uh, it ties. Okay. Uh, yes, that's a hit. So that's five bludgeoning damage. Total? Uh, no, no, no. From the second one. Oh, boy. Uh, so the first one reaches up and just sort of punches you in the stomach. Second one, right in the, right in your Say it. Jenny's. Yeah. Right in your, right in your penis. It hurts bad. Uh, this one is going to try to karate chop the dog. It does not. It's a six. Uh, the shambling mound is up next and it is going to spawn some more hands. It spawns four hands. You guys are doing an okay job keeping the crawling claw population down in this room, but uh, this thing is uh, wilding out and spawning a lot more. Uh, I'm deleting that battery. It is no longer functional. Can I uh, ask about the... It says on here that my unarmored defense should be 10 plus my dexterity modifier plus my constitution modifier. Do yes. I need to do something on this sheet? Because my no, it should automatically f- run that run those numbers for it you. It should be fourteen. Um, so I don't, I don't know. My dexterity modifier is two, and my uh, yeah, my constitution modifier is two. So there should be fourteen. It's just it's saying ten. Uh huh. Okay. Well, yeah. We'll uh, update it. Yeah. Go ahead and manually update it. And then I'm gonna give have- myself three points back because none of those hits would hit. Right. Uh, yeah, that is fine. Okay. All right. Uh, thank you for, for catching that. Okay. We are going back to the top of the order uh, to you, Lady Godwin. When I look at... Um, when I look at... Uh, Philo, what's his scenario looking like over there? What's What am I seeing? Uh, I mean, either give me an investigation check. Uh, can you just tell me what I see? Like, at, like his still eyes? ass body lying on the ground. Okay, with a helmet on his head. Just, I, I don't have to roll to see. Yeah, it's rough all around. Um, yeah, and I got three, three, uh pals that I guess would get a tax of opportunity on me. Um, shit, you know what? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta try to get to Philo, I think. Okay. I know they're gonna get their hits, but, like, yes, I just are. found out my armor class is, like, unbelievable, so. Yeah, sure. For a 14, unassailable. Yeah. 
There, there aren't even numbers higher than that on the fucking yeah. dice, man. <laughs> Not that I know of, yeah. Okay, so you're going to run up to Philo? Mm-hmm. Okay, you can make that, but you are going to take three attacks of opportunity here. Let him uh, try. One. Fourteen. Ties. Hits. Makes sense. It's an extremely high roll, though. Griff, good job. Couldn't have yeah, gotten any higher. Un- un- unbelievable. Uh, f- that is five, so three bludgeoning damage from the first attack of opportunity. Second... We're looking at a five, not going to hit. And the third, claw, 19. That is going to hit for another three bludgeoning damage. So that's six bludgeoning damage total. You are able to get over to uh, Philo. What do you do? Um, are any of the hands, like, close enough that they're going to be able to get to us? Um, like, are they an immediate I threat mean, to him? You are in. you are in range of every claw right now. So, yes. Right. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to... Do I know if he needs help or not? Like, I know he needs help, but, like, I need death <laughs> save help. Um, I mean, I don't know. You, all, all that you know is that he is he is motionless on the ground. You are uh, close enough that you can see he is not breathing. He is. Yeah. This is a this is a body just like everything else uh, in this in this room. Attached to a helmet, after pressing the green button, is no longer illuminated. The red button is still illuminated on the on the console, uh, and you don't see your hand inside. It seems to be pretty deep in the pile right now. I mean, that's that is that is all that you all that you would know. Okay. Um. I'm gonna. Uh, man, I don't. If I said right now I want to hit that big mess with my axe as hard as I can, you could not do that. Feasible? It is. It is protecting you all from it as much as it is protecting it from you all. So there's there's no way for you to sort of get inside of the unit as it is closed down now. But the batteries right now are saying twelve. Yes, twelve, and all of them are lit up. Yes. If if I may point something out. When the new hand spawned, Justin did not roll a luck check this time. Oh, roll that's the, a fair point. Roll a luck check for me. I thought it was in there with. Uh, yeah, it's in. It's in there with Philo. Yeah, that uh, was. So that was Philo. before more hands spawned out. Okay. And so, so this time, with Philo back. holding on to it, if it came out. No, 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 no. I, this is a this is a fair point. I think the luck check is is gone now because Brother Philo has. Uh, it okay, wouldn't have mattered anyway because right. that's a three. So no, you you do not see your hand. Really that. terrible. Okay. Yeah. Wow, I feel so out of my depth here because he touched the button, and did all that nonsense. There's a um, red button on the console. Yeah, I think in in her in in her infinite wisdom, I think s- slapping the red button is probably just about as good as she can be able to do. Okay, you slap the red button. As that happens, you see the batteries, one at a time, glow bright, hot yellow, and explode, uh, and darken. Then the two pylons glow in the same way, uh, even brighter now, casting long shadows against all of the, the people and dogs and hands uh, in this room. Uh, and the containment unit glows in the same way. And then they similarly explode. I need you to roll 12 D10 
lightning damage. For Lady Godwin? Uh, for me? Um, we'll see. Or do you need to do that? Uh, you, Lady Godwin. If you go to the dice button and click Advanced Roller, you can select. Wow, that's quite good. Huh, On a 12d10. Huh. That is a 70. Heck of a roll. 71. Uh, Heck of a roll. As it explodes, it looks like a plasma ball inside of the chamber. The shambling mound is lit up by more uh, arcs of, of lightning than your eyes can possibly sort of uh, perceive. Um, as it does so, it gurgles and undulates and it begins to just sort of crumble. Uh, and some emergency lights inside of the lab kick on. It's much darker in here now. Um, and you all see that where there once was a shambling mound, there now is just uh, a handful of these hands. Uh, there are five hands. Uh, there's a lot of other sort of uh, unidentifiable detritus now inside of this uh, containment unit, uh, but five f- hands remain as sort of combatants inside of the tank. You've got another 10 on the outside, so 15 hands still, quite a bit. But the Shambling Mound is no more. It was electrocuted uh, for an outrageous amount of damage and disintegrates. You see these five hands. You also see a small table in the center of the containment unit. You see your ring, Lady Godwin, on a hand, weathered. No, way. how does Lady Godwin see that if she is dead? No, you didn't take that damage. That wasn't the shambling a shambling mound did. Okay, got it. That makes so much more sense. I was sitting here thinking about rolling a new character. Fuck. Okay. No, you are not. Uh, you are not obliterated Shame by Simon. Yeah, no. That that purged the uh, power in the batteries through the containment unit. Uh, it could go up uh, higher than that, but that was a a, a very high roll. So it uh, it was more than enough. And to... then we juiced all the batteries before we activated it. That's nice. right. So you see these five hands. You see your signet ring, Lady Godwin, on a hand that is suspended in midair by a small figure inside of the chamber. And as the body parts continue to slough away to the floor, you see this figure revealed. It is the strangest thing you've seen today, which is saying something. Because holding your disembodied hand in the air is Pinocchio the Wooden Puppet Boy.
Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows, supported directly by you.